0: Are listening to the podcast for learning the language of a course in miracles, so you can understand the meaning, embody the message, and live the teachings as a way of life. Welcome to episode 15 of this podcast. I'm your host, Reverend Jennifer McSween, creator of this podcast, and the Course in Miracles practice coach for taking those who are studying the course from inspiration to application. On this week's episode, I'm talking about guilt in the language of A Course in Miracles and in the context of A Course in Miracles. Now, guilt is ordinarily seen as the necessary human characteristic for keeping us in check. It can be described as the feeling of remorse or feeling bad for something wrong or hurtful that you've done whether it's something that's considered a sin, a sin against God, a wrongful act towards yourself, against another, or something somewhere in the world. If we engage in any kind of wrongdoing, we're expected to feel remorse. As a matter of fact, people who seem to be able to do wrong or hurtful things without feeling remorse are seen as having sociopathic tendencies, if not downright sociopaths themselves, or lacking some aspect of humanity. Because it seems like feeling bad for doing bad is a sign of human decency or psychological health (laughs) or adjustment, if you want to put it that way. But we also see guilt as a tool or an emotional ploy we can use to attempt to get affection or attention or to have others feel sorry for us, either to have them do something we want or to have them treat us in a way that we want. We often see this in family dynamics, in which parents keep telling their children you know, how much they've done or how much they've sacrificed for them to attempt to get their children to either take a certain path or perhaps have them in their lives in a certain way. And this may be well-intentioned, but it's neither kind nor loving. And what is often overlooked, simply because it's not understood, is that when you try to make someone else feel guilty, you end up feeling more guilty yourself. And so we see, we really see guilt as a normal and even necessary part of human nature even though it's the part that doesn't make us feel too good about our human nature. Because feeling guilty is really the feeling like you've done something inherently wrong. No? And that doesn't really feel good. (laughs) So this is what we all feel as human beings, like we have done something inherently wrong. Now, this is not something we're aware of on a conscious level. It's like this undercurrent that's always there. So we attribute the feelings of guilt we experience to things that we do or say or that happen to us, uh, you know, either knowingly or unknowingly. And we end up judging and blaming and condemning ourselves, believing that we must have done something wrong that led to the guilt we feel. It is this misunderstanding of what guilt is and the misperception of its cause that not only keeps us feeling guilty, but is the number one reason why we find it difficult to forgive ourselves and seem to feel unworthy and always fearing that we will get that well-deserved punishment for that thing, whatever that thing is that we did wrong. And here's why we feel this and why we seem to have this ongoing, underlying, undercurrent, we stand on a platform of feeling of having done something inherently wrong. From the perspective of the Course, the experience of yourself as a body, a human being, is experiencing the idea of guilt in its most literal form. Remember, one of the Course's most basic metaphysical premises is that all that is ever taking place in our life, in the world, is that you're experiencing an idea in the mind in some form. Experiencing yourself as a body, then, is a form in which you will experience the idea of separation, complements of the ego's thought system. Believing that the separation really happened, that we did separate from God, we believe that we committed an unforgivable sin against God the ultimate wrongful act, because we secretly believe that separating from God is equivalent to attacking and destroying God. And for this, we feel deeply guilty, inherently guilty. Since, as we think, we then experience, having this constant underlying thought of having done this horrific that is so inherently wrong. This is what guilt is. And this thought of guilt then gets projected or reflected in different forms that seem to be outside us in the world then. The course actually states that the world is the witness to your state of mind. Guilt, which is the state of mind to which the world attests can be more clearly understood in the form of the acronym for guilt, G-U-I-L-T, that I shared in my book, True Forgiveness. The acronym for guilt I described or I shared was the idea that a godless, unjust, insane, lacking, or limiting tragic thought could be true, G-U-I-L-T. Let me explain the world certainly appears to be godless you no know? and we take it for granted that there is a heaven and there's an earth heaven is where god is earth is where god is not god is definitely not seen to be here and for many people particularly religious practitioners their focus is on praying to bring god into different areas of all, of their life or of our lives and different parts of the world because The idea is, or the the perception, or the misperception, is that if God was here, things would be better. We would be happier. There would be peace. We wouldn't get sick. We wouldn't die. Horrible things wouldn't happen. So, the idea is that God is clearly not here. So the world is seen as godless, unjust. The you in guilt. The world is seen as unjust in the sense that there is no justice in the world, or there doesn't seem to be. The fact that you may do all the things you're supposed to do doesn't mean that things will work out for you the way they're supposed to. And it appears that bad things do seem to happen to good people. I mean, this is such a common, it's like a a banner cry for us, you know. Bad things happen to good people. And the way the world works does seem to be insane or i don't know if works is an accurate way the way the world doesn't work (laughs) right it does seem to be insane which is the i in guilt just look at the logic behind certain things that are done i mean it just doesn't make sense take for instance capital punishment i mean killing people for killing people that that's not exactly sane is it The world and our lives seem to be defined by some form of lack or limitation, the L in guilt. Nothing in the world is unlimited, and we always seem to be lacking something. And we especially never seem to have an abundant supply of everything at the same time, whether it's love, money, health, success, happiness, or whatever it is we think we lack. We're always lacking something. And tragic, the tea in guilt, well, the world is defined by tragedy. Hundreds, if not thousands of times a day, in different areas of our lives and in different parts of the world, tragic, horrific things happen. And on a personal level, everything in our lives, even our very life itself, comes to a tragic end, you know? So in the form in which the world appears, the way we experience it, does the acronym for guilt justice. (laughs) I mean, just think about it. Everything about this world appears to be godless, unjust, insane, lacking or limiting, and very tragic indeed. All this is a direct reflection of the idea of guilt that's in our minds. And so from this perspective, guilt is a part of the human experience, but only in the sense that it reflects the idea of what it means to be human, which is that you will feel as if you have done something inherently wrong. But in the metaphysical context of the course, and in the language of the course, guilt is nothing to be guilty of, or to feel guilty for, because it is simply you're experiencing the idea or the thought of guilt in its most truest form. You have done nothing wrong. So that's it for this week's topic, guilt. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the podcast for understanding the language of A Course in Miracles. Tune in next week when I'll be talking about judgment, which is the third part of the unholy trinity that causes all the drama in the world, fear, guilt, and judgment. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave me a review. Subscribe so you don't miss another episode, and please invite your friends to listen. Have a great week, and see you on the podcast next Wednesday.